Hey! Let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon, and to get ready for, ready for, peanut butter and jams. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9. Exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood. And a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning. The endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the host, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's peanut butter and jams. Hello there. Why do I feel like I'm in that, uh, that children's, a children's TV show? Look up, way up. And I'll call Krusty. (laughs) Thank you for listening on this lovely Thursday evening. So can we. So we're going to play lots of Canadian people like we usually do. Like we always do, in fact. Vancouver people, in fact. So the Vancouver people are making... I wonder if Chris Rifik has registered that song. I don't don't think so. I doubt it. He should. We We should should tell him to. He could make a lot of money every year. Every, yeah. Once a year. 750 could, times three, possibly. Yeah. $21. Like 50 cents a play. Could take you out for dinner. Or to Budgies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where I might be eating tonight. Um, what do we have planned for our show today, Brenda? Well, we have lots of good things. Uh, we. Oh, who are we? Whoa. Oh, yeah. This is my host, co-host, Jordi Yao. That's me. Yes. Yeah. That I think that, that that does that cover it. Now you need you to introduce said, me. And this is my co-host Brenda. There we go. Yeah, well done. Uh, we're going to talk about a pig roast mm-hmm. that was in my backyard, but Jordy did the interview. And Brenda was not at the interview. That way, we're all involved. We're all involved because yeah. Jordy wasn't at the pig roast, mm-hmm. so he has fresh perspective. Yep. Yeah. Um, or a clean and unsullied mind. We will also be talking about. Um, oh, Ben said, he, Ben Lai from mm-hmm. Thunderbird Radio Hell said he would come in and tell us about the Acorn, the new vegetarian restaurant, which I'm excited to hear about. Apparently it's quite tasty, but we'll wait to see what Ben has to say about it. Uh, it's located at 24th of Maine. The other thing we're going to talk about is we're going to give you some glimpses into our vacations and our eating and drinking habits. We will try to keep it relevant to your life. Exactly. Yes. Um, while we are getting ready, working out what exactly we're going to talk about next, should we... Ma- oh, we're all, oh, I almost forgot. We're going to talk about food carts, aren't we? Yeah, we're also going to talk about food carts. Yeah. Okay. So, let's play a song. This is a song by Fine Times. My little calico, did you go? Don't drink the water 
distance between Vancouver and Buenos Aires, 11,000 kilometers. From August 31st to September 9, the Vancouver Latin American Film Festival will bring Buenos Aires right at home. www.vlaff.org Okay. All right, all right. We're going to talk about food carts now, but that was Fine Times. That was Calico off of their self-titled album on Light Organ Records. If you are interested, I would try Red Cat first, and if they didn't have it, I would try Zulu. That's just because Red Cat's closer to my house than Zulu. I love them both equally. Um, then I might try Scratch, which is the furthest from my house. But Scratch has reduced hours now. Mm. So you should only go there on weekend afternoons. Okay, well, maybe that would be my, that's why it would be my last choice. And if I couldn't get it there... There's a pile I, on the drive. I would go on Light Oregon Records' website and email mm. them. Very nice. I suspect you can probably buy it online. Oh, yeah, it's also probable. Somewhere. I haven't been to their website. There's two songs on Bandcamp, but it's not the entire album. Not that song. That song you have to listen to our radio show to hear. Exactly. Or pay for it. So, um, we're going to talk about food carts. Brenda, you were recently at some food carts, were you not? Yeah, I finally made it downtown during the day. Mm-hmm. Since UBC is not really close to any food carts. UBC is not food cart central. Although sometimes, sometimes the Japa dog makes it to UBC. What? Yeah. When? And then usually Duncan tells me and I go running. You have to tell me next time it happens. Okay. Don't just, don't just selfishly run. Tell okay. me first. We'll put it on our on our peanut butter and jams Facebook. Yeah. When the, we spot a food cart on campus. But yes, I was down by the art gallery and I was very excited because I had tried to hit mom's grilled cheese truck before and was unsuccessful and ended up having a hamburger, not a hamburger, sorry, a hot dog on the street from a, a food cart. No, just a plain oh, that's hot dog. Disappointing. It really was, but I was so very hungry. We. Just to keep the topic on Jaffa Dog for just a second. Yes. When we got off the airport, off the airplane from uh, San Francisco to Vancouver, mm-hmm. and like got off to go home, there was a Jaffa Dog at the airport. At like right where you get your luggage. Like you get your luggage, you walk out the doors, and there was a Jaffa Dog. Wow! What a welcome! What a yeah. welcome home! We were so choked that we had eaten. <laughs> we're like, God, I was so full. Of stupid. That's awful. Why didn't they tell us. And plain food is never quite satisfying. No. No. So, yeah. So I went, uh, first of all, to Takafino mm-hmm. and had some fish tacos. No, no. We were talking about mom's, food, mom's grilled cheese. I actually tried two carts on the same day. On the same day? Yeah. Well, the brilliant thing is I had a meeting, but I hadn't eaten breakfast. So mm-hmm. luckily, there was a. I had some fish tacos, and then I had my meeting, and then I came out and had some... My lunch. Grilled cheese. Which is the grilled cheese. Let's start by talking about tacos or grilled cheese. Which do you want to talk about first? Which is is the most interesting to start with? The longest story is the grilled cheese, so maybe I should start with the tacos. Okay. All right. So Uh, stay tuned for the grilled cheese. Yeah. The tacos. um, I got the fish tacos, and the sauce was lovely, and there was all this great cabbage on top. Are they, like, in, like, corn, soft corn tortillas? Yeah, soft corn tortillas, um, just the plain beige kind. Mm -hmm. Uh, The 
The fish was battered and fried and really, really tasty. What's the wine like? Great kind of mayonnaise sauce. Um, At that point, the lineup was not bad. I didn't have to wait at all. But when I came out from my meeting an hour later, it was down the block. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. That's a big line. I think the taco was less than the grilled cheese. The grilled cheese lineup, I was in line for a a good half an hour. Really? It was slow. And by the time I got my grilled cheese... So people on their lunch breaks stand in line for half an hour? It was amazing. But at least... Like, all the people in front and behind me had bailed by the time I got to the front. They gave up. Yeah. So even though it took me half an hour, probably half the people in that line had given up on the on actually getting a grilled cheese. That's, that makes me kind of sad for those people. It was kind of sad, but they were busy. Like, mm-hmm. the lineup was still still considerable and they were it's not as if they were slow. They were still pumping out the grilled cheese. Just before we completely switch order grilled cheese yes the tacos um what kind of like is it just the one kind of taco you can get or are there multiple kinds of fish or uh there was one kind of fish but there were five or six different kinds of tacos what were the other kinds i don't know were they seafood related or were they um i think there was a a pork and then a pile of other things okay i'm sorry i paid more attention to the grilled cheese all right let's talk about that then okay if you, want to, if you want to know more about Takafino, check out their website. But you were also saying that they had a, a lo- store location. No, that was Ben. That was Ben. Ben was telling me that they had two f- food carts plus a in-store location in Hastings Sunrise. Oh, cool. So you can go and sit down at a table instead of at the park with your taco. Depending on your preference and the time of day. Exactly. And where you happen to be mm-hmm. at that moment. Um, so, grilled cheese. Long line. Long line. Extremely long line. So when I was in the lineup because I wanted to try two kinds, I called up Duncan and said, Duncan, will you eat the other halves if I get both? Mm-hmm. So I bought two kinds. Duncan was with you? No, Duncan was at UBC, so he had to wait a good hour and a half oh, to get so his grilled cheese. Oh, Exactly. So I got the classic, mm-hmm. and with the classic, you can choose your type of cheese and your type of bread. What kind did you choose? I chose multigrain bread and cheddar cheese. Were there a lot of cheese choices? There was about four. There was uh, Swiss, Havarti, cheddar, and maybe jalapeno. Jalapeno Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Those are good cheese choices. And then the basic bread, sourdough, white, brown, multigrain. And then you could get add-ons, onions or... Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Different things. Meat. Ham. Ham's another common Mm -hmm. cheese ingredient. But I I chose not to. I just went Mm -hmm. simple. And and it was amazing. I used to eat a lot of ham and grilled ham and cheese when I was a kid. Mm. I have a picture on my phone, and I will put it on the Facebook page. Cool. It came with a large pickle, mm-hmm. the kind that you get from the deli, and chips in a little in a little horn. Chips? By chips, do you mean a bag of chips, or by chips, do you mean like loose, loose uh, like fries? No, loose potato chips oh. in, in the container. Homemade potato chips? I don't think so, but it's possible. How do they taste? I was too full. I didn't, didn't, you didn't even try I one? tried one, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it was not. What was the other kind of grilled cheese that you got? The other kind, I had the special. It was called the la Mm-hmm. It was 
um, sourdough bread with rosemary infused oil, prosciutto, and goat cheese. Oh wow, that sounds fancy. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, one bite because there was a layer. You know when you usually eat goat cheese, you put a little on a cracker, or maybe some jam. But this had, but a qu- quarter to a third of an inch of goat cheese spread over the entire sandwich and all gooey and warm. That sounds pretty intense. It was really nice prosciutto, and it was it was amazing. So you are saying that that was better than the classic? Yeah, the classic was also really good. By the time I was halfway through, you were just biting, and there was just globs of cheese mm, coming so out. Saying these are like really heavy heavy-duty cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, if you're if you're hoping for a snack, this is not, this is not the, the cart for you. No, by the end you feel like you've done some serious eating. There is a okay. huge ball of cheese and bread in your stomach and you do not eat need to eat for quite some time. Okay. Does it, and it comes with chips? Yeah, chips and a pickle. And a pickle, okay. Yeah. So is there a soup option? Like uh, a tomato soup? That you could dip your cheddar. That's cheddar a very good in. question. Obviously, I wasn't paying enough attention. Mm. I was in line for a while. There was a little special too that um, you could email them your grilled cheese recipes. So mm-hmm. if you had a brilliant idea for a daily special, you could um, email that in, and then you got a certain number of free grilled cheese sandwiches. You got free grilled cheese sandwiches if, you, if, if they like your recipe? If they chose your recipe as as a daily special. Because there's a special every day. Like Mondays through... Cool. Like the specific days of the week had, had assigned specials. Mm-hmm. So... There, I'm looking at the re- website right now. There is an option to get a roasted tomato soup on the side. Roasted tomato? In a cup or a shot. Nice, and were all my details correct? And can you tell us what the prize is for for the daily special? Um, I cannot tell you that. Okay. I mentioned that on the website. It was it was on the cart. But they do say the specials, and the la-di-da was the Friday special. Mm-hmm. You really do feel when you eat these grilled cheese like it came fresh off the grill. Mm-hmm. So that, that sort of experience of being at the cart and having it made right there and, and drinking it. Or eating it right away, mm. you know, really fresh right off the stove. Right. It, um, it feels very immediate to eat from a cart, mm. even if you have to wait in line for half an hour. Well, sounds pretty great. Um, should we go? Uh, is there anything else you would like to say about either of these food carts? Uh, a lot of these food carts are only available during 11 to 3 downtown. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of tricky to get there. Uh, but we learned, we learned that the Waldorf has food carts every Sunday. Ah, so you can see them when, even if you don't happen to work downtown. Exactly. So if you want to go on the weekend and have a food cart experience, you can check out a bunch of food carts at the Waldorf. Uh, I think the Maybe first Saturday, the first, no, it's a Sunday. I'm pretty the sure. first Sunday they did it, um, there was something else going on, but... Uh, yeah, it was impossible. Apparently, the lines were insane, but I'm, I'm there, sure there it's There is one happening on died. the 26th, I'm pretty sure. Yes. No. Yeah, I think it's every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll be talking a bit about the Waldorf later on in the show. Yes, and um, for now, should we go to a song? Yeah, let's play a song. What song are we going to play? We're going to play a song by Bank Robber. 
Um, What's the song this called? This is off of their EP, Mid-July, and mm-hmm. it's called May 11th, which is not in July at all. You'd think they would know that. Where's Ben? Hello. Hello, Ben. And Ben Lai is going to tell us a little bit about the acorn, but we were just talking about this new bar that opened up called the Stormcrow Tavern um, on commercial. It's at 13 
05 commercial, which is right next to... It's just past First, like a couple blocks past First. Yeah, I haven't been there, but I, it's it's very geek theme, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's incredibly geek themed. Um, I went meaning I went there. They they had sold out of beer because it was their first night, and they didn't order enough kegs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see pictures of it, and it has like uh, battle axes. Yeah, and some Star Trek theme uh, phasers or something like that. Yeah, there's like uh, ray guns. Yeah. One of which works. If you pull the trigger, <laughs> oh. it'll make a noise. Um, there is a signed picture of Buffy. Oh, um, or signed by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, there's some stuff from uh, there's like a Doctor Who thing that I didn't take. I haven't been yet, I'm but, not a big Doctor Who fan. But so you said you were there. Do, are they? Do they have games you can play? Or how does it? Do um, you know anything about that? They did not have any out, but I'm. Sh- they said that they, if you brought any, you could play anything. Right. Yeah. But you can't just whip out. Okay. There's no like house set of, of dungeons and. There fragments. might be some in the back. I went. Yeah. I was there after they they closed early. I went there at 10, oh, yeah. and like 10, 10, 15, and they had closed at 10 because they had sold out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, what but, a so great it's very, problem. Very popular. Yeah. yeah, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. It's good. I, I'm, theme, theme bars are good. I think we need, we need a, nerd, one. a nerd theme bar. We need some more. We don't, for, do, we have, do, we have, to go? do we have do we, theme bars? I don't even think we have any theme bar. What kind of theme do like, you want? I don't know. Like, like a, a like hospital a, themed That would be cool. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That would be awesome. Like, I would go for that. So a doctor like, comes yeah. out and, like, yeah. takes your word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want, like... Come out. I'm sick, you know, I don't want, like, a Western one. It's boring, because that's all it is. But all the bars, I don't know, it's another Black Donnelly theme bar or something, right? But, mm-hmm. yeah, hospital theme would be cool. But doesn't, they don't have to take it all the way, but it'll be some different. It's just, it is, yeah. it is a little different. It it's, means they put some thought into they had, it. Yeah. I didn't have any of the beer that they had, but they had good beer on the yeah. local brewers. Um, uh, they don't have their menu up online right. yet, so I can't. Well, I just started, so yeah. it'll be interesting. There, but uh, if you happen to live on commercial, I would recommend going and checking out your new bar. Um, if you are a nerd and are looking for a place to drink, now you have one, <laughs> in addition to any of the previous ones that you had. Yeah, there was actually another place I tried to open downtown and got uh, got in trouble. Um, I forgot the name of it. It was oh XP. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they are still planning on opening. Um, they just haven't yet. But that's like a video game. Yeah, that's thing. actually it. Actually, like has you act. It's designed for being a bar that you can play video games at. It'll have like. Uh, yeah, consoles and whatever. Consoles and mm-hmm. stuff. So and from know. what I heard, yeah, they got in trouble because they food primary is one of those things where it, it was because the license for having an arcade is a license for like kids yeah they don't think the when the licenses were designed they were designed in such a way that the people who run liquor laws assume that adults do not ever play video games because at the time i think the only video games out were pac-man yeah and adults didn't really play a lot yeah. of video games back then. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of good uh, arcade bars everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to a pinball, a pinball bar Let's in see. Seattle. Yeah, um, sm- uh, Smallies, Smallies, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Smallies. Yeah, yeah, it's it was great. really great. Yeah, it's full pinballs and you can drink. And there's they pulled food. really tall glasses of whiskey. Nice. Well, yeah. in, in the states, in, in general, in, America. in general. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! You yeah. are, you'll be like, I'll have a whiskey, a shot of whiskey, and it's like yeah. like a small glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a tumbler. I ordered a double by tumbler. for some reason because I just totally forgot. And mm-hmm. they have to find like a like yeah, they, they gave me like a tall glass. Like an extra day to find like a giant mug because what oh boy, you <laughs> it's like a pint glass. Because we went for drink, yeah, we went for drinks, and we're having some 
cocktails, and I thought usually in Canada, after drinking a lot, <laughs> I want to slow down or just have like like a nice uh, whiskey or, or scotch, like on mm-hmm. the rocks, to like slow down to enjoy. But boom, it's like the giant. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. It was <laughs> Yeah, and even the really fancy one, if you get a really expensive, uh, uh, it's still a giant, giant glass. It's great. Anyways. Other things we don't have yeah. that America does. <laughs> and this dovetails really nicely into a thought that... But oh. it's something we're going to talk about later yeah. in the show. Okay, later. But while we have been here, yeah. let's talk about the acorn. Uh, yeah, so the acorn. tell us, wh- where is the acorn? The acorn is on Main Street, and I think it's just a bit... North it's of about twenty third, twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah. It used to be that Italian restaurant. I forgot the name of it. Um, Cipriano's. Cipriano's. Yes. It was green and red. Yeah. Yes. On the corner by yeah. Beefy Beef Noodle. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's very nice. It's so it's been redone. It's it's I guess you call it a, a gourmet vegetarian restaurant. Yes. It's not just vegan. So it, it's kind of like a foodies vegetarian restaurant. Whereas I think it's one of the first ones in Vancouver because you have. The I mean, there's other places that the, surf, the foundation isn't really like a done food, yeah, because it's they they make everything is presented really well and it's um, like a fancier mm-hmm. vegetarian restaurant. Um, yeah, the menu was was great. Um, what do I have to say about it? What did you have while you were there? I got the mushroom. The mushroom what? It's just called a mushroom. So it's, it's you have the menu there. A seared king oyster mushroom, creamed quinoa, pickled shallots, cauliflower, and mushroom jus. Oh, yeah. Everything has been said it really nice. Um, ah. Interesting cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. Other Would than, you was everything tasty? Yeah, it was very tasty. Very good. Yeah, we uh, yeah three of us went and everyone had a different dish and they all looked great. Everybody, ha- everybody was happy with. Yeah, their everyone dish. was very really happy with. Would the you dish. go again? I would go again. Who I would you take? <laughs> Who would I take? <laughs> I would take. Uh, Is it like a place where you go with your grandma or? I've seen. I, I ran into uh, for I saw beers. You would take your family. You definitely take your family. Uh, it might be a good place to take your family if you're. I think if, if you have family members that doesn't that always eat meat, I think it's a good place to take them because they they do it really well mm-hmm. and it's really tasty. Um, also, it's good for vegetarians. If it's just a good Obviously. change. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a good change. So you were saying it's a good place to take meat eaters to recruit yeah. them to possibly yeah to maybe eating meat a little yeah. bit less yeah or just possibly. appreciating. Yeah. Dishes without meat. Yeah, the decor is nice. It's like a very, it's like a classy, eighties kind of themed. It's weird. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It looks. I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, but But it's a yeah. That's what I feel like, anyways. The Italian place felt really empty. Did this place have a bit more bustle? Oh, it was a huge lineup. Yeah. I've never walked by that place without a huge lineup. Um, Do you have a reservation, or did you just wait? I don't think you can. We waited. We were lucky because... uh, Did you dress up, Ben? No, it was hot. It was really hot. (laughs) Yesterday was was really hot. A CITR t-shirt? It was packed. It was people... For those of you who don't know Ben (laughs) Lai, he dresses exclusively in CITR (laughs) t-shirts. Or Ben t-shirts. Or Ben t-shirts. One or the other. I think I was wearing a CITR (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, it it was really hot yesterday. And uh, but it was it was lined up out the door. We were lucky because we got there right on time. And and it turns out I know the the uh, the server. Hmm. So ah. I don't know if that helped, but it seems like we got to see where the early was. They knew that you were a yeah. food reviewer yeah. for yeah. our show. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah it was definitely good, but yeah very busy. You have to get you you're gonna have to wait to get in unless you get there really early. And what's the average price of an entree? Uh, about eighteen. 
Is that about right? Yeah, okay. that's right. That's what the menu says. There's also another vegetarian restaurant that's going to be opening soon. It's a much bigger affair. It's called like uh, Heirloom. Oh, okay. And uh, it took over the old Mexican restaurant place on 12. It's on South Granville, 12 and Granville-ish. Mm-hmm. And it's a big room. And yeah, they're going to do a similar stuff, but maybe a bigger style. It's like a big room and it's run by people that run restaurants. So maybe it's it's a trend. Okay. So they actually were saying that Acorn is doing so well that this is yeah it's good. So, Other businesses might so possibly start doing I don't know how you describe it, like fancier vegetarian food. It's mm-hmm. gonna maybe it's gonna be a trend. Cool. I don't know. Well, we will more mm-hmm. restaurants are better. We will keep an eye on yeah. that. Yeah. We need a hospital themed restaurant. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> do, you, do you want to start one? <laughs> yeah. It would have lots of Jello. I'll, so like, I'll work at it. They have. Well, yeah, there are people dressed up in like doctors. Whatever robes. <laughs> Actually, all Maybe a Harry Potter themed yeah. restaurant. The food could yeah. look like it came from a hospital. Yeah. There is a Just place. Organs. It could look like organs. There's that place. <laughs> or hospital yeah. meatloaf. I would like the heart, please. There is a place called like the Heart Attack Heart Attack Cafe in the States. But that's. A, it's it's not a hospital. That's theme, not a hospital. Theme but at they dress fat up, person yeah, themed. Yeah, but all the staff dressed up like it's a hospital because they're sending you off into a into the hospital. It's horrible. <laughs> really? I think they, if you win, yeah, like if you if the food much, is like super huge yeah. and really greasy and like fatty yeah. and gross. If you manage to finish like the the super burger they have, your prize is that the nurse will cart you in a real chair out of the restaurant into your car or whatever. That's like what you win if you ate finish eating the whole meal or something anyways didn't off topic. the owner of the heart attack grill die of a heart attack though the spokesperson the spokesperson oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh i knew so. how do i know yeah. so much about it i don't know it's the sort of thing that shows up on the internet <laughs> yeah uh should we go to a song yes uh lady hawk yeah Brenda's let's, uh, favorite lady hawk song apparently you said it was yeah this is the one you love it's called came in brave Came in brave. And here it is.
Wear your UBC pride. The UBC Bookstore has a massive selection of official UBC and Thunderbird clothing and backpacks. 100% sweatshop free. They also have a dazzling array of accessories and giftware and proudly sell Tom's shoes. Located at the corner of East Mall and University Boulevard, UBC Bookstore, where your purchases support UBC Campus. And yes, support your local bookstore. UBC Bookstore. Uh, we're back. And uh, the reason we've been playing, um, we just played that Ladyhawk song, is because it's our pairing. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, so this week, or the, no, sorry, on the 25th. August uh, 25th. August 25th. Saturday, August 25th. At the Waldorf. This is our recommended show. There will be a show with uh, Ladyhawk and Black Mountain and... Fun Bingen, basketball. There's one or two more. Yeah. Anyhow, if, look it up if you're interested. Um, it's going to be great. Um, it's outside. Outside, hanging out in the parking lot in a hot summer day. Yep. But not too late. It starts at 5, so... Or, sorry, not too hot, so it'll start, cool, start cooling off by then. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, it's going to be a great show. Not, both bands don't play very often. And to pair with it... Ben has a suggested restaurant, which I have always been curious about, but never been to. Ben? The, the Brave Ball on um, Clark and Hastings. House of Steaks. It's, it's been around forever since the 80s. It's run by a couple, mm-hmm. uh, two old, very, uh, well, elderly, very nice, la- uh, very nice lady, and I believe her husband. And, um, yeah, it used to be a very bustling and hustling kind of place, Back when the truckers were driving wild, I guess, on Clark. Right. But now I just run by the two of them. Last time I went with uh, my friends, she started talking about real estate to us, though. <laughs> it's kind of really the, interesting. The uh, lady. The owner. The owner, yeah. She was talking. Because the, the place closed down for a year because a car drove in into the uh, into the restaurant. And oh, they, that's awful. So to, they, they were waiting for the insurance to get fixed. And eventually we opened and... She, I don't know, she's talking about buying a house for her kids. And, I don't know, it's, it was interesting. Um, it's a really big place, but it's not very busy nowadays. But it was, it was really cheap cheap food. Cheap cheap steaks. Is yeah. that not their specialty? Yes, yes. It's like, How is the quality of the steak? It's fair. Edible? It's fair, yeah, edible yeah. for that price. Yeah. Um, you it's, didn't feel ill afterwards? I did not. <laughs> so it's an adventure. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Uh, there, there's, yeah. Someone might have, but I don't. I think it might be. You a think psycho- it was psychosomatic? She just yeah. didn't feel comfortable. In yeah. The- yeah, yeah, and and also, yeah, maybe don't order the shrimp. <laughs> I don't know. Keep, stick to steaks. That's <laughs> what they steaks, do. Yeah. It's a steakhouse. That's oh, fine. Like three of us. House two of, of us are fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> it, it is on a Saturday. It is only open for dinner. Yeah. Um, so. Go see some bands. When you feel like taking a break, go get a steak. Yeah. Go back. Yeah. See more bands. <laughs> Perfect. I will be there. You're, you're going to get some steaks? Uh, well. You're going to go to the Brave Bowl. I'm definitely of going to <laughs> go to the show. I have to write yeah. a review it for Discorder. Oh, so since you're reviewing, you're not allowed yeah. to leave? I well, you, you know. The, I thought you were going to the roller derby. Oh yeah! Jeez, <laughs> Jeez I totally really overbooked yourself. I did. I did. Um, if you are interested 
Seventy-one people have voted, and eighty-seven percent of them like this place Perfect. on Urban Spoon. Yeah. So I don't know. That sounds good, like a good rating. Um, it is cash only. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, if not, go for the experience. It's it's been there. Yeah, it's been there for twenty years, and it's it's probably not going to go for very much longer because they want it. Originally, when they first bought the restaurant, they wanted the kids to run it and such. Obviously, all the kids are scattered. So I don't want to run a restaurant, so. They're probably just going to run it until they sell the place or whatever, mm. and until they're retired. And they're on the verge of retiring. Like when she was bringing the food out, it was it very came very slowly. <laughs> 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 Anyways, it's good. I I like it. It's fun. It's like the salad is your typical like it's just some. It's like a buffet salad. It's some restaurant in some like Thousand Island sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so it's not fancy. It's the but same it's menu they had since 1982. Pretty good. <laughs> yes, that's it for me. Okay. Well, thank okay. you for thank you for the recommendation, Ben. Why don't we play something by SK Robot? You were saying you'd heard this song before. Yeah, they were a Shindig band back in 2002, and, and they're just getting around to releasing their album. Yes. This song, work, I believe, I've either like was one song. of the submission or came out right after. It could be like the second. It could have been a re- remastered. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, well, d- d- maybe we'll we'll give it a listen yeah. and we'll maybe decide whether yeah. we'll yeah. we'll test Ben's memory and figure out whether it's remastered yeah. or the same. Yeah. SK Robot. These are the guys that also do the guided by robots thing once a year at the Answer Club. Yes, if you ever want to sing. Guided by voices to a live band. Mm. Maybe I do. Yeah. What song? Height <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> you, do you know any guided by voices songs? Um, I'm sure I do, but I can't think of <laughs> so any. Probably couldn't sing them. No, I could not sing them. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Well. Um, so this is SK Robot.
We have a visitor. We picked up something outside the base of Zone 12 moving east. It's metal. Then it couldn't be one of those creatures. It could be a speeder, one of ours. No. Wait. There's some very weak coming through. Outside of the Tatooine street mall And what can't find it even though it's 50 feet tall I've got a bad memory, Vader said use the force But I still can't find it, how'd I ever pass my Yada driving course? Dude, it was my day off, I said I'd drop Dengar to the dentist Then had to run this errand for a hot Sith apprentice Asajj Ventress, she sent us for power converters I don't get it back in an hour, I'm murdered Nerf herder sent us Sarlacc or the Rancor pet Cut your hand off like Luke's father and hunt you down just like Django Fett. Been checking with connections from Endor to Bespin like a hoojib in a slipperlit lair, man, I'm stressing. If I lose another Adat, I know I won't be sent off to Hoth. I really want to combat rebels and so bored on my days off. Yo, even with some Dagobah green, how can this man relax? I came back and my walker made Bantha tracks. Understand the facts, the kickstand was down. I parked my Adat out back, but now it's lost somewhere in town. Dude, where's my Adat? I'd have an Adat and would have saved a grand off park. Stand strong, Captain. We're on the tail of Red 5. We'll find your vehicle and take the Adat thief's dead or alive. When we find it, we'll celebrate at the cantina with the mobile nodes. Did you know that after drinking 10 tequila shots, Yoda clothes? That's that. Dude, where's my Adat at? Never hesitate to put a Jedi on his back. My Adat is stick shift. Got furry dice like Wicked. But when I found my rod under the wiper, was a parking ticket? Come on, man. This thing's covered in do-back poo and crap Looks like a rancor I used it for a chewing snack I took it out and it was completely new intact I can't afford to pay for this Vader's gonna sue my ass Oh man Back to the planet where I learned to drive heavy machinery, yo I watched heavy metal like the silver leg on C-3PO Yes, I was a young gun hitting the bullseye in my first exam My uncle was Darth Vader at my wedding, he was the worst man I'll probably be demoted to a lousy ARF trooper Or even worse, Jabba the Hutt's barf scooper Sister.
Big government and big pharma have entered into a secret conspiracy in which secret government contracts are sold to big pharma that allow for secret chemicals to be placed in coffee seeds, all under the watchful eye of Big Coffee, who is secretly working with other world forces, all in a sinister plot to get alien embryos in our coffee so Big Pharma can sell us alien contraceptive pills. Or, if you'd rather get some rational news, check out Radio Free Thinker, the radio show slash podcast that promotes skepticism, critical thinking, and science education. Every Tuesdays at 4 p.m. CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Um, so that song you just heard was off of Word Burglar's album, Third Burglar. I think it was his third album. Um, and that song was called, where's, Dude, Where's My Ad At At? If you didn't figure it out. Before that um, was SK Robot off of a, al- a, their self-titled album. The song was called Superstar 69. Um, we are going to be talking a little bit less because we have some recorded talking. More talking. More talking. Um, we are going to be playing uh, an interview we did with Laura Best, who recently organized a pig roast at Brenda's house. And uh, she will tell us if you ever wondered what it's like to have a pig roast or have been considering running, ha- having a pig roast or are curious. Yeah, they, um, they woke me up in the morning. They ran into my house with cake and then they showed up with a pig and I was still in my pajamas. It was pretty exciting. Okay, so um, this is uh, an interview with Laura, who ran, who had the pig roast, and uh, you are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. We are here with Laura Best, who is apparently the best at cooking pigs, organizing pig roasts. Well, Which I, one? I, I, I wouldn't put myself as the best. I, I am an able assistant, mm-hmm. I would say. We're here with Laura, able. In the pig, in the pig roast. <laughs> um, so you recently had a pig roast. I did. Well, what was that for? It was for my husband's very belated birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, his birthday was in May, and I didn't get around to organizing a surprise birthday party till August. But I've learned an important point, which is if you want to surprise someone with a birthday party, just hold it four months after their actual birthday. <laughs> they won't suspect Perfect. a thing. Yeah. And uh, with me, in case you haven't recognized your voice, is the Brejan's correspondent, my girlfriend, Darcy Roach. Hi. Um, so what did you need to do to organize the event? Well, just purely from the pig side, mm-hmm. we needed to rent a spit mm-hmm. to put the pig on. And you can get those from Windsor Meats, but they have a really, on Main Street, like Main and King Edward, mm-hmm. but they have a limited number of them. So you have to call pretty far in advance. Like I called two weeks in advance to make sure that there would be one available for Saturday. Um, and you get it for, I have to return it on Friday, so I got it for one week, but that's because the weekends are when they rent it out. So no one's really renting a pig spit for Tuesday night, mm-hmm. but I think the weekends are busier, so you have to call in advance. So also you have to order the pig in advance. Mm-hmm. So I did that about a week Did you get that advance. also through Windsor? I also got that through Windsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other hiccup is that you need to put the pig in something. Like, I picked it up on Friday night so we could start first thing on Saturday. Right. And they had run out of coolers to so how, where lend did you keep me. It? 
Yeah, so they just gave it to me in this huge barrel with a bunch of ice. <laughs> it was really tall. It was like a four-foot-high barrel with a pig curled in the bottom. It was pretty revolting to look at. How so, big was the pig that you got? The pig was 50 pounds. Oh, that's a big pig. It was very, very it, big. That's not fully grown, though. That's a suckling? No, it's still a suckling pig, yeah. I think. But it looked like a hog mm-hmm. to the untrained pig eye. Yeah. It looked really big. <laughs> So we had to rent the spit, order the pig, and then we had to go pick up uh, charcoal mm-hmm. and lighter fluid. And they estimated that we needed uh, one to one and a half pounds of charcoal, the briquette kind, mm-hmm. for each pound of pig. So a fair amount. A of, lot, a yeah, lot a lot of charcoal. of charcoal. Like we had to, yeah, we had to get Allison's dad's SUV involved mm-hmm. for the charcoal run. Right. Yeah. Allison yeah. was another person who was organizing the party. Exactly. Who you may have heard on previous episodes. Yes. Right as roommate. Yeah. So we had to do all of that, you know, before we were even ready to start. Mm-hmm. How long did it take to cook the pig? Well, it, I think it takes about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes for every 10 pounds. Okay. But you need, like, a buffer to, like, yeah. get it ready. <laughs> How how, how hard is it to get it ready? Like, what do you need to do? Well, you had to get the pole through the pig, Mm -hmm. which was actually surprisingly the easiest part because they've hollowed out the butt and the stomach, and then it just goes through the mouth. Mm -hmm. So it's going through, like, a hollow tube in the pig. Right. But the thing that's more complicated is you have to then affix the pig to the pole. So when it's spinning... tie it on? Yeah, so you have to... You have to tie it on with... 14 to 16 gauge uncoated wire. Oh. <laughs> I have learned. And does that come with a spit or do you have no, to get you have to, you have to go buy that from like Canadian Tire or something. Be wary of the very bitter vegetarian employees at Canadian Tire. They did not like that? They did not like the idea of tying a pig down with the wire. So that was the, that's the trickiest part, like getting the pig affixed to the spit. Mm-hmm. And also you have to get the coals ready and hot. Right. Yeah, that so took a while, right? That took a while. How yeah. long does it, uh, so like once you're cooking it, it's like an hour to an hour and a half a pound, which yeah, for 50 pounds. No, an hour and a half per 10 pounds. Sorry, for, yeah. for 10 pounds. Yeah. And so that's like six to eight hours? Yeah. Then? Yeah, it went a little bit faster than that. It took maybe, we got it on at about 11 and it was, yeah, I guess it was done by five or six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... But there was a whole bunch of troubleshooting throughout the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when we first got the coals on, they were way too hot, and the pig skin started to like crackle oh, no. like right away. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to happen at the end, so yeah. we had to cool the coals down. How could you tell when it was done? Uh, we use a meat thermometer. Right. It has to be a certain temperature that you could probably look up online you look if you're up actually online. doing it. Yeah. Was there any part of the pig that you had to put it in to make sure? Oh like yeah, the so the pig, the middle of the pig doesn't have that much meat on it, mm-hmm. like okay. the rump and the shoulder shoulder area does. Yeah. So you also had to arrange the coals so there weren't that many coals in the middle. Right. And that the majority of the coals were at the two ends. Right. And so then, yeah, you had to be sure to measure the mm-hmm. butt. Area, because that would be the that was the place that would be less likely to 
Right. Did you need to do any seasonings with it or like for it to cook it or rubbing it? Yeah, so before or? we put it on the spit, I did forget that. Before we put it on the spit, we rubbed the inside and outside with sea salt. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, so just that was it. Pretty simple. Yeah, but a lot, you know, it, it takes a lot of sea salt. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that was it. But then it was really good because when the crackling was ready and the skin was done, it was like really salty, mm-hmm. crispy, deliciousness. And so it was delicious. It was delicious. Did it, was did it delicious. all get eaten? It, there were some leftovers. How many people were you feeding? We were feeding um, probably about 40, 45 people. Oh, so. Yeah, and they recommended. And there were still leftovers. And there were still leftovers. They recommended a pound per person. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is, I think, because I think a lot of the pig, like the head and stuff like that, people aren't eating the bones, yeah. you know, so when you get that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the size of the pig was a pound per person was the idea. Hmm. How did the pig turn out in the end? It was really good. It was very, very delicious. Yeah, yeah. people went kind of nuts. Like, we inv- we invited people over for later when it was mostly done, and people were really excited. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really tender. Like, it doesn't taste like pork chops or roast or, like, it's a unique mm-hmm. deliciousness. What did you do for fixings? Uh, we mostly just had buns and a variety of sauces. Right. Yeah, yeah, barbecue sauces. We had big a big coleslaw for mm-hmm. the side. Yeah. Nice. That sounds Was it, you know, good. pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when people came over, some people made ribs with the ribs of the oh, pig. Oh, nice. Like carved it up and then put the ribs on the grill and barbecued the ribs. So they, they carved the ribs off the pig that had already the been pig. cooked and then Grilled. barbecued them and grilled them? Yeah. Oh, wow. And how were they, those? They were apparently delicious. <laughs> I didn't, didn't eat any? any. I didn't Aww, eat any. That's a shame. Yeah. People are really excited, though. If you have a pig roast, like, people go nuts, essentially. Is yeah. that, like, what you would take away from it? Like, that people really love pig yeah, roast? Yeah, people just love pig roast. Yeah. Like, we had people, like, I'd go into the house to, you know, make a salad or something. When I came back, it would be, like, some random person would be photographing the pig on the spit. Yeah. Because it's not, it's, it's, not it's a happens. really big yeah. pig. Like, a 50-pound yeah. pig is really big. It's pretty impressive to find it in someone's backyard. Yeah, and people loved it. Like, yeah. the guests loved it and random next door neighbors loved it. How was cleanup? Uh, it was no, I mean it wasn't ideal. <laughs> I really wish those people hadn't grilled the ribs because <laughs> the grill was disgusting. Oh really? <laughs> but essentially we pulled the pig off the spit and we put it on a table which we had covered in tin foil mm-hmm. and taped the tin foil down so we had a whole tin foil table. Right. And we carved the pig and put all the pig carvings onto, you know, platters. It was like my friend who's like four foot ten and like tiny mm-hmm. carved in. Nice. <laughs> you know, like that it was not a physically exerting job. Right. Not the biggest yeah. Part you no. Carving job. No. So we put the pig on the tinfoil table, carved it, and took the bits off. And then so what was left that we didn't use, like the bones and the head, we just took the tin foil off and like wrapped it mm-hmm. and then just threw that in the garbage. Okay. Yeah, so, and if you don't use the grill, like the spit is just one stick. So it's actually way easier to clean the spit than yeah. it is to clean like a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you have to do anything special with the charcoal? Was that easy or? Well, I tried to 
throw the charcoal out the next morning, <laughs> and it burned through the bag. It was still It was still, it was still hot. hot. Like 24 hours later, it was you, still you hot. You didn't dump water on it then? No, no. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I don't think you're supposed to. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't my spit. I thought I'd just let it cool right. down. Yeah. But it took, you know, more than 24 hours for it to be fully cool. And then you just shovel it into a bag and into mm -hmm. the garbage. But that's one good reason that if you get if you rent the spit, they give it to you for multiple days. Right. So because if you had to get it back the next morning, I think that would be. It'd more, be hard to empty the holes. Yeah, out have of it to empty the holes, and you'd have to figure all that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, the spit doesn't really collapse; like it doesn't fit in a car. You need right. a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how much did it cost? That's a good question. Oh that's yeah. Something. So the total bill was two hundred and sixty dollars. Right. That that's like spit and charcoal spit pig. Oh no, the charcoal was probably another fifty. Okay. okay. So the bill from Windsor Meats, which was paid plus spit rental, was two hundred and sixty. Right. And then the charcoal uh, plus lighter fluid was about fifty dollars, just right. from like Canadian Tire. Right. So as long as you can get people to chip in. Yeah. So and then I asked everyone to chip in, and people mostly did. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, what I would recommend is, first of all, that you have to start early mm -hmm. because you think, oh, the pig cooks for five hours. I'll start five hours before. But, no. like, you have to budget an hour, hour and a half at least to get everything rolling, the coals hot, the pig tied down, the pig mm -hmm. on, and that it was heavy. Mm -hmm. Like, lifting a 50-pound pig skewered on a so, spit was two -person heavy. two-person job? Oh yeah, job? it was at least three people. Yeah. yeah. So what happens is the spit, the like spike thing comes off. So the pig is on a table and you put a spike thing through the pig. And then you have to lift that and kind of rest it on the spit. Mm -hmm. So, and this and the spit is hot, like the charcoal is hot. Right. So you're lifting a 50 pound pig on a stick and mounting it on like over hot coals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have to be like physically capable mm -hmm. and also like not be prissy yeah. <laughs> like you know cause it's a, like a 50 pound dead pig and a lot of smoke <laughs> did other than the obvious parts that would be good like the butt and the ribs did anyone try any interesting parts oh yeah cause you have the whole thing yeah do you eat the eyeballs the or the ears I did not eat the eyeballs or the ears I think the face was mostly thrown out, mm -hmm. but I have kept the feet mm -hmm. and am looking up recipes for things to do with the feet, like mm -hmm. something with gelatin or jelly. Yeah. Or there's a recipe for pig's feet salad, so yeah. I could mm -hmm. also do that. Yeah, of yeah. mine that I might loan to Laura if she needs it. Yeah, but it is an opportunity to... I was vegetarian for a very long time, so I know this sounds ridiculous, but I didn't realize that when people ate ribs, they came from pigs. <laughs> well, there are beef ribs. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought, thought they, they were, all came from cows? I thought they all came from cows. Oh. And so then everyone was going crazy about the ribs. So I learned. And you were like, oh, oh how exotic. Yeah, how ribs. ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, but if I was going to do it again, I would probably look more into what I could do with the extra pig bits. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's bits that you wouldn't normally have. Yeah, that, and that you could do interesting things with and mm -hmm. save them. Mm -hmm. But in the, it, it, you know, it was quite a bit of work. So mm -hmm. I was 
that was not on my mind. Mm-hmm. If I was going to do it again or someone else was doing it, I would recommend that they put some thought into... What to do with all the extras. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you don't usually get pig cheeks, for example, and those mm-hmm. are... Oh, you know. but they're so good. Exactly. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Is and there anything else you want to say? If you do it, you will be a hero. Okay. Essentially. <laughs> so this is the lesson to take away. Yeah. If you want to be a hero, do a Roast paper. a whole pig. Yeah. Yeah. People love a whole pig. Cinco Cinco Wednesdays at the Cobalt. $5 cover, $5 draft, and $5 highballs. A weekly showcase of up-and-coming bands, artists, and DJs, where the artists get 100% of their ticket sales. For more information, visit thecobalt.ca. Thank you, Laura, and thank you, Darcy, for helping us out with that by doing that interview and telling us all about pig roasts. It was very informative. I thought so. I had it that conversation um brenda what are we gonna do now um i thought we we're gonna play a song okay let's play a song uh by village yeah let's play a song by village all right this song is called stranger's thoughts and it's off of their new or their upcoming release which will be released on kingfisher blues in later in the year
are a lot of things you're not allowed to grow in your basement in Vancouver. Vegetables are not one of those things. SPEC and the YWCA are excited to introduce the Urban Farmer Field School. The UFFS provides hands-on training in sustainable agriculture, small farm business planning, and community food action. Class instructors are experts in urban agriculture, food systems, and plant mind control. The integrated curriculum is divided between classroom theory and practical learning. For more information, please visit the interweb and search for Farmer Field School at spec.bc.ca. We were thinking we should interview those guys. That sounds pretty cool. Sounds very interesting. Well, we're going to look into that for the next show. Um, that song that you heard by Village was called Strange Thoughts. So, uh, if you like it, I would recommend checking out their band camp. It's, uh, as it's not available anywhere else right now. Mm-hmm. Villagevillage.bandcamp.com And they have registered their songs on SoCan, which is why we're playing them today. Good work, guys. Good work. Um, so... What so, are we going to do now? I'm going to ask you some questions about your vacation. Oh, yes. I did go on vacation. Yeah. Where did you go on vacation, Jordy? I went to Portland, and then I went to San Francisco. And you came back with two thoughts. Actually, three thoughts, but three we're thoughts. only going to talk about two of them today. Two thoughts about food, and they both tie into our earlier conversations. Yes. So let's start with your thought about food in Portland. Um, food carts, you mean? Yes, food carts. They have, like, a different way of organizing food carts in Portland than they do in Vancouver. In in Vancouver, there'll be, like, a food cart on, like, one on this block and one on that block and one on this block. In Portland, they just take over a parking lot, and that's where all the food courts go. And it becomes, like, a food, uh, like, like a mall food court, but it's a parking lot. Does it rotate at all? Do you know? I don't know how much it rotates. I mean, it kind of looks like it's a place for, like businesses to get to like start out and like mm. try their ideas and then if they fail they go away and it's kind of like right. a small failure as opposed to a big restaurant size <laughs> failure right um okay. but it means that anyone who like wants to go and get like lunch doesn't have to wonder like where, where doesn't have to look up where each individual food cart is they just walk to all of them and they're all there in like one big block Apparently, the guy from the Shins has a food cart, and you go can on. go find it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. James Marsher? I'm not sure. I don't remember, yeah. Huh. Who did? I still haven't eaten at a lot of food carts. I've tried a few, but it, yeah, because you don't know where they show up, and half the time, they, they seem like they're downtown. Or, yeah. Like, all the new ones I haven't really tried. Uh, Taco Fino is opening in my area. Can yeah, we, we did talk about this. I referenced you. Yeah, but I tried to go yesterday, and it was closed, so yeah. But i actually never been to the actual food cart. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to go to the est- mm-hmm. actual restaurant part of it. So you were talking also about how certain food ideas spread from city to city. Yeah, and um, it was interesting to see how food carts have came... I've, food carts weren't really that big in Vancouver until basically there was that... One, like, those new bylaws got passed and all. Yeah. People could serve things other than hot dogs. And then food carts became huge in Vancouver. Well, the idea became huge. Yeah. And then it started off with about 30. And I think it's on the rise. Oh, yeah. They're, still, they're putting out more every year just to see how many. But it's true. Do. They don't really have a home. They're kind of parked off and it's hard to find them. Yeah, and I think. 
you get you get your spot, right? I think your license, mm-hmm. your, your license. I think what happened is, yeah, they they gave out I don't know twenty licenses or something by lottery. I think when it first started, mm-hmm. and but it's all the corners that that didn't have a hot dog stand already. So I think I think mm-hmm. that's what happens. So but, you're gonna have to hunt them and find them. Yeah, I guess Portland is a little different in Vancouver in that the real estate's a little bit cheaper, so they just have big empty parking lots yeah. that they could use for food carts, but which Vancouver doesn't really, except yeah. the Waldorf parking lots on Sundays. Yeah. Does that mean there's amenities? Like, is there a porta potty at the at the nope. parking lot? No. There's, there's just water food. fountain. Yeah, it's good though. Yeah. And nice also if they have a, maybe destination spots in a city where it's rotating, so maybe everyone gets yeah maybe so Monday you can try something be new yeah. every yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Rotating you, the spots would yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Right now, they seem to be pretty close to the art gallery. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's a couple blocks yeah. that have permanent yeah. fixtures, so maybe people gravitate yeah. from downtown to yeah. those places. A few of the food trucks were at the Richmond Night Market, I mm. remember. Mm. And a lot of the food trucks became stands at the Night Market, too. The new one, the new big one. Is it just what about stuff? the potato? That one, they only have one What's rotato. The potato? The, it's different ones sometimes they call hurricane potato or the rotato or the the i don't know t- potato twisters basically what it is it's a potato that has been s- like cut up like a screw it's kind of like they're going through like a like an apple, apple cup peeler. yeah mm-hmm. and then they deep fried it they and then they put flavors it. on yeah. it's best selling item at the richmond night market for the last three years Sounds really interesting. Uh, so the lineup, like oh, yeah, it's an hour lineup to get it in the Richmond Light Market because they only have one stall hmm. for it, which is interesting. Uh, our friend Darren, demand. Darren believes that yeah, it's some sort of on purpose, just to make themselves but, like like having a really small popular yeah, restaurant. Yeah, but the problem is like I didn't get it because you you spent half an hour lining up to get a ticket, and you spent out half an hour to get the food, so I just gave up halfway through. Sounds like a, bit, a lot of work. Yeah, because you can get the same thing. Good. Yeah, you can get the same thing at a Chinatown night market, and you just get it right away. And then there's another night market in Richmond. Oh, so every night market has the same dish. Yeah, just different names. Okay. They can't. Yeah. The, but the other Richmond night market, the summer market, has three of them. We talked about this with Jessica Chow. Yeah, I wasn't here that day. You're right. That was the day yeah. I was filling in. But we talked about the three different night markets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Richmond. It's all good. The potato though, it's it's very yeah, it's very good. It's 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 like fried chips. I always get the salt and vinegar flavored. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and by the end your tongue barely tastes anything. <laughs> but it's fantastic. You never had it, really? No, I've never had it. It sounds I would suggest just going to the Vancouver Night Market. That one's the closest to me yeah. anyways. And then so. you can just get it and go on your way to a show. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I will. Yeah. So we'll have to see if this idea of parking lot spreads. Yeah, anyhow, I just wanted to put that out there so people keep thinking, just put it out into the Vancouver ether. Can we think of other trends that have been spreading from other cities? What about the, you know, the secret dinner thing where where someone would host a dinner and you get invited? Pop-up restaurants. Uh, sort of, but it's just someone who cooks a meal for people. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of a different trend. Yeah, in the in their own home, so they would cook a, like a really fancy gourmet meal in, in their, their home, home, but pretty much to strangers, so people would would pay money yeah. but they would go to someone's house and they would have a meal I've heard of that happening a lot in smaller locations yeah. like going to the Okanagan for example and yeah. then there's chefs who do that yeah. in their home I forgot I don't know what that's called but there's a thing it's like huge in New York or yeah, what call it. yeah. always in people's homes or just secret 
Uh, just secret places. Yeah, it's okay. a, yeah. So I don't. It could be. Usually, I don't think it's in the restaurant. There needs to be a kitchen nearby. Yeah, so. yeah. Because yeah. a couple of shows ago, it was the Oh Boy Indian Summer Festival when mm-hmm. I interviewed. Vidge, that he one of his events was a, a dinner where you didn't know where it was going to be until mm. two days before the event, and then they sent you an email yeah. and told you where the location was. I think the ticket price for that was about two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, it's similar to that. Yeah, the, the stuff that I've seen, it's it's cheaper. Have you ever been to one? No, I haven't. Okay, well, maybe we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, we should start one. We'll find somebody. Yeah. I will make dinner, and it will be a secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, should we play a song or should we go on to food thought number two? Let's go on to food thought number two because I don't have a song queued up. Food thought number two. This food thought belongs in San Francisco. No, this is about, this is everywhere in America. Oh, everywhere in America. Sorry. My apologies. Not just, not just San Francisco. Um, but where know, did you have this thought? Anyone who's ever traveled uh, in Portland when we were having brunch. Okay. We are like... Anyone who's ever traveled to the States and, like, eaten out a lot, you might have noticed that you got really full around, like, the second or third day because the portions there are huge and you still eat the whole meal. I don't know. Maybe not everyone does. I tend to, if I eat, get a meal, I'll eat all of it. But in America, I can't do that. The food is, there's, the portions are way too big. But this time we started going for two meals a day, which was more than enough. Um... So if you're traveling to the states, I would I would recommend doing that. How much of that was your choice of restaurant versus you just being across a border? Well, I've never been to an American restaurant that had small portions. So even if you went to a Thai restaurant or a you did know go to a Thai restaurant, you did okay. Yeah. So all the restaurants, Hock Pock, which is very I, good, but good sized portions. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing food. Incredibly spicy. Where? Pock Pock. In Portland. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, the, yeah, they're, but incredibly spicy. So that kind of restricts you from eating it because you don't want to eat. Do you have an opinion on food portions in the United States? It is, I think it's generally bigger, but I've been to ones where it's small-ish, but they're... The French restaurant, you know, they can't... That's like not, more that's upscale, not the style. where that's it's all style, about yeah. presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the style, right? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. With breakfasts are huge. Breakfasts are gigantic. Huge, yeah. ridiculously huge in the states, generally speaking. I went to the Tomahawk. The Tomahawk Grill, and that's not in the states. That's in North Vancouver. I know, but it's insane. <laughs> the breakfast portions are insane. I've never been there for breakfast. Oh my goodness! Um, I- it looks like Darren is looking to get in, so I'm going to keep a song. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to say about? No. Well, say something about something while I cue a song up. Yeah, have you uh, <laughs> been to the Tomahawk, Ben? Yes, I have. I had many times. Always get the burger, though, with like a sausage, sorry, a hot dog and The egg. breakfast on the burger? No, I just got the full, I went for lunch, so it's a okay. burger. So it's a burger you can get like egg, fried egg on it, and then also with like a hot dog, so, like a hot dog wiener in the burger. It's kind of a... Yeah, it's weird. I always just thought, assumed that it is a burger place, but surprisingly, they got apparently they got a really good beef dip. People go for breakfast like you, mm-hmm. and they also have a shepherd's pie or something that's popular. Okay, I've only ever had the burger. Yeah, me too. And the tomahawk is famous because Brian Nardwar loves it. Nardwar loves yeah. it, that's and kind of famous. <laughs> yeah. 
and he has a whole web page talking but, but about. But also him. Brian Adams. And Brian Adams oh. used to be a dishwasher there. <laughs> He's still no. Still a dishwasher <laughs> there. He came through on tour, so went to wash some dishes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, why not? But yeah, I went there and had the Yukon, the Yukon breakfast, and instead of bacon strips, you get big, huge, round, like five-inch diameter pork slices, mm-hmm. and then they're all over your plate. So How when did you, you feel about the food in general? Um, a, a little overweight. <laughs> you just looked at it and you felt like you had eaten far too much for the last week but it was really tasty there was okay. you know eggs bacon toast all those things and then on top of it covering it four huge round bacon pieces so you couldn't even see the food underneath it was just all covered in bacon you got this huge plate covered in pork that's what i feel like not maybe not all american food is like but like American restaurants are all that that size portion. Mm-hmm. It might be different styles of food, but I, I know it's. I know I'm generalizing, but it's. I feel like it's a generalization that I'm okay with making. Yeah, I think we had breakfast around two, and then I didn't eat again till eight. Mm-hmm. So it was <laughs> definitely two meals. Yeah. Okay, song. Song. All right. So um, this is a summer fling by Pleasure Cruise off of their uh, EP Business or. Pleasure. <laughs> and then you have to fill in the rest. Yeah. Could be oh. pleasure cruise, could be business or or more business. <laughs> business or time. Bus- no. it's business time. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, enough. Enough silliness. We're putting this on.
that was Jay Arner's new uh, B-side, I guess. Um, That is Black Horse off of the 7-inch Bad Friend. Um, It's Bad Friend and Black Horse. Uh, You can get it online in any format you can think of for $5. And... Um, that that's a pretty great group. Uh, his backing group he's got going on there. It's uh, him, Jay Arner from Fine Mist and his solo projects. Uh, Hassan from Bleeding Hearts. Rose Melberg of Rose Melberg fame. Uh, Alex Hudson, who I can't remember the name of the group he was playing in, but he was also playing in something that played in Shindig last year. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, it's a it's a good group. And uh, there's also Jessica who works at Black Dog. If you happen to go to Black Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening to our show. Up next is Darren with Stereoscopic Readout. Say hello, Darren. Hi. Say hello to SoCan. Hi to SoCan. And I uh, hope you've had a good show. And we will be back in two weeks' time to talk about vodka. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, vodka and um, waiting in line. It's going to be great. I'll drink some to prepare. Nice. Okay. Bye.